seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. I am really excited for this episode, and it's going to be one that I feel is probably raw, probably, I mean, they're always real, but sometimes I share more than others. I feel like there's some shares coming, some story times. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be a little bit passionate and I'm going to help you to understand why manifestation may not be working for you. And I've been talking about this a little bit in the previous episodes that the way that I'm seeing this whole experience is changing. I am always shifting. My consciousness has expanded in the last week. <laughs> we move fast over here. Um, and shit's changing and I got to talk about it. So that's what this episode is about. If you have found that manifestation has not been working for you, if you feel that you are an old soul, an empath, a light worker, a star seed, a seeker, and you've been having a hard time with manifestation and the way that you've been taught, if you've been trying to make it work, trying to do the journal prompts, maybe you've taken um, manifestation courses. It's not that that information is wrong, but if it's not working for you, it's because you're an old soul and I've just been learning so much about how we need to do things. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about that, where we've been going wrong, why and what I now believe about manifestation that has changed from even six months ago. And of course, what we need to do going forward. What is our path for manifestation? How can we truly start to live in that abundance? So you can be just like the people you see on Instagram or wherever saying, oh, I made 20K months. 50k months, or I get to travel with my family, or I get to have that life freedom that I am looking for because freedom is a big one for me. And we see it out there in the world, right? We see all these people with all this money and all this luxury, and they're talking about manifestation and it can feel really frustrating when it doesn't feel like it's working for you. And you're caught up in having to do more or like, what do I do to manifest this? I know I should be meditating. I know I should be doing this and that. I know I should be doing the practices and I'm just so frustrated. I'm in my life. I don't know how to make the changes, right? So if you can relate to some of that, and this happens at every level. You may be making six figures in a business, but still feeling like, what do I need to do to feel fulfilled or to truly manifest some of the things that I've been really going after to feel that purpose, to feel that embodiment in who I truly am. Or you might be feeling like you're in a rock bottom where you're like, what the hell does a girl got to do or a person got to do to manifest some money, to manifest some changes, you know, maybe feeling endlessly triggered in things. And again, that can happen when we're making six figures, six figures still feeling like we're not enough. And it can happen when we're minus six, six figures 
feeling like we're not enough. So wherever you are with money, with growth, however long you've been in this journey, if you've been feeling like manifestation is not working and there's something more, this is the episode for you. So before we dive into that, hey, 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 if you're new to the show, my name is Talia. I am a guide in your awakening, helping you to step into everything that you are meant to be, to create that freedom in your life, freedom to be who you are, freedom to express, freedom in your finances, freedom in your schedule, freedom in your soul. This is the place for you. So we talk about manifestation. We talk about developing your intuition, tuning into your soul, your soul's purpose. And ultimately, and this is, we're going to talk about this all in this episode, but ultimately it's coming into the fullest expression of who you are and what you're quote unquote meant to do in this lifetime. So we talk about healing, about mindset, about moving through things, because it's not just about law of attraction and manifestation. That stuff is amazing. And I've been studying it for over 20 years, but I am endlessly feeling like there's gotta be something more. And, and I've realized so much again, I'm going to get into it. But, um, if you have found this show, I am guessing you're an old soul and you're wanting to step into that something more. So I'm going to help you to manifest those specific things you want, but I'm also going to help you to embody all that you're meant to be. And from that place, you become magnetic, you become naturally magnetic. And then the law of attraction gets to do its beautiful thing and bring you more things to feel excited and magnetic about. So, you know, it's not like I'm going against law of attraction now. And of course I love talking about the law of attraction, but there's a different way to go about it. There's a new way to go about it that will set you up for long-term, um, fulfillment and purpose and abundance and satisfaction and vitality in your life. And that's what we talk about here on the podcast. So welcome, my love. If you found this place, I am excited that you're here and let's just dive in. So I'm going to talk a little bit. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, that's totally fine. If you are jamming out about this and you want to hear more after you listen to this, the the last two episodes, I've a little bit touched on this as well. So there, so in new age manifestation, and I'm going to call it new age manifestation, meaning, um, popular law of attraction in, you know, the secret, we talk about all of these, like these new manifestation teachers and techniques and material and awareness that has come about in the last, I don't know, 20 years or so we've, we've, I mean, it's, it's been happening before that there's people like Neville Goddard and like original OGs of manifestation. But as we moved forward with it, it became really popularized, popularized. Is that a word popular (laughs) from the secret? And I believe that manifestation got deduced down into something that could sell into something that was digestible for most humans and where we were as a consciousness. So I believe that the secret came out and where we were collectively as a consciousness, when that came out, we needed that movie, that book to open up our minds to go, Whoa, like attracts, like my thoughts are powerful. Holy crap. Right. And that was an evolution from Um, where we were, which was often like, I'm a victim of life or there's nothing I can do. If you got, if you were brought up in the church, some, you know, sectors of different religions just believe that God's in charge and we're, you know, kind of in fear, hoping that we make it to heaven, hoping that we're being a good enough person. 
there was a lot of people that grew up in the church. I wasn't really heavily influenced into religion when I was young, but I know a lot of people that have been and clients and my grandparents were very religious, but there's this anxiety of having to do enough. And I've known people that go to church, you know, every Sunday they devote their life to the Christian, you know, way of doing things, reading the Bible, reciting the Bible, praying, you know, really closely knit with their religion, yet very anxious that maybe they're not doing enough to be in God's good graces. Maybe they're not being a good enough Christian or a good enough person. Maybe they're not, you know, when they, they feel like the things that they have done, sorry for the noise behind me, it's just cars. Um, the things that they have done, maybe they feel guilt and shame over sinning. You know, there's all these different things. So we've kind of moved from um, God's in charge. I'm not in control. I'm not in charge <laughs> control of my reality. And then we moved into like, whoa, I am in control. My thoughts are important. My thoughts create my reality. What you focus on expands. And I want to say that that is true. Ultimately, um, the way that we perceive life pulls toward us certain things. So that's like your mindset. If you believe like today's going to be a good day, it doesn't guarantee that every day is going to be filled with free cupcakes and sprinkles. But you know that if you wake up going like, I can do this, you know, today's going to be a good day. Your mindset is quote unquote strong. You know that life is going to pan out better than being like, oh fuck, another day. What fucking idiot's going to fuck with me today? I'm just being really curmudgeonous, you know, and, and that mentality, you know, that's not going to lead you anywhere good. We know the power now of our mind, of our mindset. I'm so grateful that certain things have exploded the way that they do and that manifestation and law of attractions become so big because so many people have have been given permission to bring the power back into their own hands. So the problem that I'm seeing though, is as we jump on the bandwagon of you can change everything, you can create the life of your dreams. There's a lot of half truths going on. There's a lot of illusion that you won't be suffering that you won't be triggered. Um, there was all this bullshit narrative that we got to get rid of the ego. I mean, I feel like we've hopefully moved beyond that. I teach all of my students for all of the last bunch of years, all of my clients that like that is wrong. We cannot get rid of the ego, but we can work with it. It's part of our unintegrated self. Anyway, I digress, but there's all this stuff about getting rid of bad thoughts and healing yourself. And like, once you're healed, you can do X, Y, Z and hi, I'm this person and I'm healed. And it's, it's a lot of ego still. It's a lot of get rid of, abolish, focus, do nothing but this, do this practice every day, do this and this and this, and then you will manifest. And again, there's so much expanding in my consciousness in just the last few days that I'm seeing the absolute flaw in that, which is I can force myself into ease. I can force myself into getting the life that I want. So again, I want to say this because there's times where it's going to sound contradictory. I am not going to veer from, at least at this point, I mean, who the fuck knows at this point where my thoughts are going to be in a month, but I am not, I feel very solid in you get to go after your goals. So I just want to be very clear. I'm not telling you to not go after your goals. I personally have goals, dreams, aspirations. I will be taking inspired action. I will keep moving forward. However, We've been sucked up into this narrative that if you do things right, 
then you will get to manifest. So if you're not experiencing the 100K months, then you're not doing it right. If you, if you haven't met your soulmate yet, then you're not doing it right. If you haven't healed your body, you must not be doing it well enough. You must not be meditating enough. And that is simply the point that gets us really pinched off. Does that sound a little bit like some of those religious sectors I was talking about? If you're not doing this or you're not doing it good enough for God, you're not doing enough, you're not giving enough, you're not being grateful enough, you're not acknowledging God enough, maybe you're being not grateful enough for the things God has given you and you create, there's that guilt and that shame. Again, not all of us grew up with that type of religion, but some people did. A lot of guilt, a lot of shame. So then we get into manifestation where it's masked with empowerment which it is, again, it's an evolving, it, it is an evolution to go into, I have control of my life. That is good. That brings some power. That is empowerment. However, when we get forced into, when we get shoved into forcing things, then we're back into the ego. And I hope that this makes sense to some people as I go through this journey of explaining it. Again, this stuff is all just landing for me, but I'm seeing it so much differently. So we, as I talk about on this show, we signed up for a life of growth and you know that, right? You've been through a lot of shit. I'm sure you've gone to counseling therapy. You've had mentors or coaches or done things like hypnosis or, you know, whatever it is, traditional slash quote unquote, non-traditional, maybe it's healing, energetic, maybe it's mindset, mental health, whatever it is, you've been through it and you know, deep down that you are growing and changing and you look forward to the future as you grow, as you heal, as you forgive your parents and as you take the pressure off yourself and you learn how to show up for yourself and you learn what self-love truly is, you know deep down that you're here for self-growth. You've always been that way. You're a self-growth, self-development junkie for a reason because that is what your soul truly signed up for. So now when we flip the script and go over to just manifestation and go, okay, I can change anything I want. And I'm going to write out these journal prompts and I'm going to do these rituals. And like, I love the moon. I love crystals. I love rituals. But what I noticed is that myself and other people, you know, in the community out there, we fall into, I got to do this to manifest this. And we also fall into, I have to change my experience. So for some people, it's going to really hit you for other people. It may not be your thing and that's okay. I'm changing. My message is changing. I look forward to continuing to teach about manifestation, but I can't go forward anymore teaching you something that isn't going to help. That's going to be a disservice because when we're endlessly looking to change our life, we're never centered in where we are right now, what we have to be grateful for right now. So in this manifestation journey, everybody's talking about like what you're manifesting next, what's next. And for those of you in business, you see the pressure to be like, I got to get my first 10 K month. And then it's got to be a 20 K month. And then it's got to be, Oh, and this person, I just saw today, this woman had her first $140,000 month. That's awesome. And I actually really love this woman. I've taken courses with her. She's incredible. She deserves the success. She's got a little baby. She's as cute as anything. I love her. But $140,000 a month, when I see that, 
I go like, oh, why aren't I having $100,000, $40,000 months? I can't even say it. It's such a big number, right? So when you see people manifesting, you immediately go like, oh, why aren't I doing that? I, 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 if I was doing it as well as they are, then I would be there, but I'm not. So I must not be doing it good enough. Do you feel me? Do you see how there's a dark side to all of this manifestation shit? And it's all stemmed in doing something harder, hustling more, and you cannot force your way into ease. This actually reminds me, and I've talked about this way in the past here. It reminds me of my eating disorder. And I was trying to force my body into quote unquote health. I mean, there was nothing healthy about it, but in my mind, I was like, I'm just going to starve myself and take pills and drink diet pop and do drugs to not eat. And that's going to make my body get into what I see in my mind's eye, which is like a hundred and whatever pounds. And I've got like a yoga body and I'm like slim and healthy. So this was the whole eating disorder. I have to force my way into a place where I feel good about my body. And I didn't see it at all. It was the biggest blind spot until I healed. It took years. And I looked back and I was like, I was forcing and hustling myself into well-being is what I thought it was. There's nothing well about it. So today I want to talk about some things where I fully, again, believe that we are meant to step into our goals. I don't want you to feel like if you've got money goals or you've got monetary physical goals, that that is somehow bad. It is not. We are meant to desire. We are meant to go after what we see in our mind's eye, because as I always say, and I, I, this is one of the things I still stick with. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I stick with my message, but it just evolves and changes over time. But I do believe that what we see in our mind's eye is what is meant for us. When I say, you know, take me through a day in your your dream life, what you see in your mind's eye, the abundance, the travel, the home, the partner, whatever it is that is meant for you. And I'm not going to, you know, go away from that. We do not have to feel guilty for wanting things again, wrong direction, right? Feel I'm going to make you feel guilty into feeling good. Like that's just not like, we just don't have to feel guilty. You're allowed to have what you want, but what I'm going to entertain today is the way that you and I go about it needs to change. I am here to expand the conversation in manifestation. And I believe that I and the, the collective myself and the collective haven't been ready for this level of depth of consciousness and of manifestation. So this isn't like better or higher or like, Hey, I've raised myself and now I'm on an even higher chair up here. It's just not true. Cause I think traditional manifestation, when you look at people like manifestation, babe, or, you know, other people out there teaching this stuff, it clearly works for people. But I believe when we are an old soul, this is what spirit is showing me is we are more here for growth than we are here just to get things. And I know I've been talking about this for a while, but the more we avoid the inner work, the more we avoid our soul speaking to us, our intuition, the more we avoid our own well-being in the name of manifestation, it will not work. So what I mean by that is when I feel like I'm not creating what I want, say it's in my business or it's in my life in some area or my healing journey, it's very easy. The second we have discomfort of like, oh my goodness, I want to heal this pain or why hasn't this you know thing come into my life? 
we immediately go into, okay, what do I need to do? That's the ego. That's the mind. That's fine. Our brain goes, okay, what do we need to do? So then we go to say a manifestation prompt or um, process or whatever, or we go into a meditation, but underneath that, the driving energy is like, oh my God, I'm not where I need to be. What do I need to do to fix it? And this is part of the problem is we always feel like we need to fix ourselves. We always feel like when the money comes, I'll be happy. And it reminds me again of the eating disorder. The high of losing weight was almost more than the health. I just wanted to see the number go down. I didn't really care about my health. When I look back, what I was doing to myself, I was literally killing myself. I gave myself problems physically because of how much I was depleting my body of nutrients, of calories. I I was full-blown in a disorder, which had the underlying energy of, I am not enough, I need to change. My body is gross, I need to change. If I had body, said body, healthy XYZ, whatever the dream body was, if I had that, then I would be happy. If I had that, then I would be confident. It reminds me a lot of this new age manifestation. If you do this enough, you'll get the money and then you'll be happy. But I've been talking about this since the very beginning, since episode one, that we need to embody that energy of where we're going to be it now before we have it. So where this has evolved in my mind is without realizing it, we're trying to force our way into getting something to feel better. And this is where I think it needs to change. So the messages coming through, um, for you today, for me in general is We need to strip it way back. And I used to think that to do, you know, to manifest money, I need a money mantra to manifest a relationship. I needed a relationship mantra or a practice or a money block was a money block that I had to get to the root of. And now I've recognized, and I really want you to hear me. If this is resonating with you, if you're an old soul, I want you to hear me. Your entire job in this lifetime is to come back to who you truly are, to be confident in who you truly are, and to learn how to treat yourself with unconditional love, to show up for yourself, mind, body, and soul, to step into confidence in who you truly are without feeling like you need to be more something or less something. It's embracing who you are right now, Whatever your body is, whatever, you know, disabilities you perceive that you have or weird freckles or, um, whatever you think is not enough. Maybe you're too introverted or too shy, or maybe you think you're too loud or too sensitive, or you don't have a special sparkle to share with the world. That is your job is to move away from what you think you are not. And this endless need to fix yourself and into embracing who you are right now. Spirit is trying to get you to move out of what is wrong with me? Why can't I get my shit together? What do I need to do to manifest? What am I missing? Why can't I do this? They're getting you to step out of that and into what if I am already enough? Years ago, a mentor said to me, Talia, you don't need to do anything else to be successful. 
I was suffering with my business and I'm like, what do I need to do? What am I missing? This needs to be easy because I'm looking at everyone online who's having their $140,000 months. And again, there's no shame in that either. We need to celebrate people that are successful. But I was seeing that going, what am I missing with this manifestation narrative that if I got the right right mantra or broke through the right block, then tomorrow everything's going to change. If I did this, everything would change. Do you notice that mentality in your life? If I cut out sugar, everything would change. If I cleaned up my diet, everything would change. If I meditate every day, everything would change. And this mentor said to me, you don't need to be, do, or have anything else to be successful. And I could not compute because I'm going, but I'm in debt, but there are things I want to create, but my body's in pain. Like, of course there's things I need to change, but what if, what if spirit is trying to get you to see what is already within you? What if the embodiment of fucking worthiness and self-love and embracing who you truly are, what if that made you so magnetic that you manifested the clients, the money, the things that you want, no fucking problem because you're in your sparkle. Do you know what I mean? So when I say to you, nothing needs to change, you don't need to do anything else. Feel that resistance that comes up. Well, of course I do, right? I need to clean up my diet or I need to focus on me more, or I need to build my business. I need to make more money. No, I need to start doing X, Y, Z. I need to start doing anything else. But what if the potency came in sitting here with your hand on your heart and a deep fucking breath going, I am already enough. What if the, I am already enough. I am who I am and who I am is enough without changing it. What if that was the lesson that your soul was calling you to embody and imagine somebody in a business, you might not have a business or maybe you do, but imagine, okay, so imagine me. And I'm speaking to you, but through everything I'm doing, you can tell that I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry. I should, I know I'm weird, but oh, I'm just, I'm sorry. I just, and you could tell I was really insecure. And again, I'm not perfect. I'm not claiming to be fully secure and everything. But if I was leading with insecurity and going like, oh, who do I need to be for you guys? Right. Which maybe even happens sometimes because I'm human. But if I was leading with that, There would be a part of you that may not feel as comfortable to like, trust me to invest or to take you through and teach you what I've learned or to keep listening to this podcast because you would sense that I'm not fully embodied in who I am. I want you to think of the people maybe you see online or authors or whoever that embrace all of who they are. There's so many beautiful people online now of all shapes and sizes and not using all the filters and curvy and this and coming on with no makeup and all this stuff that aren't those the people you're drawn to more, not because they look perfect, but because they are real. So thinking about that and the people that you maybe love, even if it's the celebrities or the online people or the authors or whoever it is that you kind of love, it's usually because they are so real and so unique, right? So now think about that logic for you. All source is wanting you to do is step into your uniqueness, step into who you really are. That is a magnetic place where then the law of attraction meets you where you're at. So let's take this a little bit deeper and actually get into like, what does that actually mean? How do we actually do that? 
This is where sometimes the healing work comes in, right? I have never felt good enough. A big part of it is dealing with abandonment issues. And then also, as I've talked about the bullying that happened several times when I was young. So in order for me to step into who I truly am and feel confident in my body right now, in my business right now, in how I look right now, or whatever it is, my gifts, my abilities, like anything, in order for me to do that, I had to start on doing some healing. So a lot of you have already been doing healing work or you're being drawn to it. That's probably why. And you know why you're drawn to it? Because whatever happened in that trauma, those traumas you experienced, it left you kind of stained or heavy feeling not enough. So maybe a parent walked out, maybe you were bullied like me. Maybe you learned from social media or from the world, from celebrities, from wherever that you're not enough. Maybe it was your family put a lot of pressure on you. Maybe it was society. Maybe you had abuse in all the different ways or in a way. And if that is you, I love you so much. My heart goes out to you. Maybe you experienced something like that. That left you feeling not good enough. When I was bullied for my body over and over, it left me feeling not good enough. And then I would look to the media. I would look to all the skinny celebrities and it was validated. Yep. Skinny is better. Curvy is not acceptable. And it's taken me, I am almost 40. My next birthday in November, I'm turning 40. Yay. Um, And it's taken me so fucking long to start to embrace not just my body, but just this is who I am. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even about my body. It's this is me. And yes, I have the power to become healthier, to tone up or whatever. That's not what it's about. It's not that I can't shift into my healthiest self, but it's about no, no longer feeling impacted by those things that happened to me. So that's the healing journey. So you need to heal to manifest and you might already have done enough. It doesn't mean we have to be completely healed, but to start to become more aware of those root narratives, at least knowing I don't feel enough because of the things I've experienced because my parent walked out or because I felt the pressure for the world, or I had a learning disability, or I was bullied or whatever else, right? I just own it. There's a part of you that maybe doesn't feel good enough, feels insecure with who you are. I would encourage you to dive into inner child work, shadow work. I now do this with all of my clients. So if you've been called to dive in with me, I have two spots available right now. We'll dive into the healing work. We're doing a lot of diving today, Um, but we do need to do some of the healing work to manifest. And beyond that, what source is asking you to do is to learn how to show up for yourself. And this sounds like something that maybe nobody else is really saying. When you learn how to show up for yourself, you become magnetic. So let's start with showing up for yourself in your mind. So this is the mindset. This is being compassionate, empathetic toward yourself. This is not talking crap about yourself in your mind. This is the mindset of, I've got this. I'm figuring this out. I can do this. I'm meant for this. Or when you quote unquote mess up or do something you're not proud of, or you binge on something, or you freak out at someone, or you get really triggered, or you say you're going to work out and you don't, it's coming back at yourself with compassion, with love. 
going, it's okay. I love you. You're worth the workout or it's okay. Tomorrow's another day. It's okay. Don't get harder on yourself. Don't shame yourself. Blame yourself. If you want to go to law of attraction, shame, blame, fear, those are all the lowest vibrations. You will never manifest what you want by shaming yourself into anything. So maybe your guilt around not manifesting good enough is adding to the shame. So we need to show up for ourselves in our mind. What about our body? It's a big part of the work is showing up for your body. Are you hydrated? Are you prioritizing sleep? How about your nutrition? How about your diet? How about movement? You don't have to work out an hour a day, but moving your body. Maybe it's getting massages. Maybe it's, you know, your hygiene, taking care of your body, taking, this is the stuff that spirit wants you to do. And the more you put it off, the less you will manifest. I promise you this. This is why it's not just about a freaking journal prompt or one way of doing something for money. It's about learning, accepting the assignments of your soul. So if you're trying to manifest while neglecting yourself sounds a little backwards, if you're trying to force something and neglecting your daily practice, your nutrition, your sleep in the name of like, but I have to manifest harder. I should be doing this. Or, you know, what do I need to do to change my life? To change your life, you need to come home to who you truly are. So showing up for your body as well, and you don't have to do all of it, but right now take a big drink of water, give your body some loving words, tell your body it's doing a good job, go for a walk, do some yoga, breath work. The body is also the nervous system. You cannot manifest with a blown out nervous system. And again, if you feel this pressure to manifest, feel this pressure to, you should be meditating more. You should be doing this more. You should be doing that more. You're not doing good enough because you're not at a retreat in Bali right now. That's frazzling your nervous system. Coming home to to yourself, calming your nervous system. Nervous system regulation is more important than any mantra I've ever heard of. Nervous system regulation is going to determine your literal actual vibe. And your vibe is what attracts more of the same. So your nervous system, taking a breath, bringing yourself to the present moment, going into nature, creating a daily practice where for 20 minutes a day, you have a calm nervous system that will manifest you more money than any new money course. I promise you, unless the course is about nervous system, (laughs) but carving out 20 minutes a day to come home to yourself, that will cover your mind the, the showing up for yourself in your mind, clearing the space, taking a breath, showing up to your body, taking a deep breath again, does everything, calming the nervous system, and also showing up for your spirit or your soul, spiritual well-being. If you're ignoring that, if you're just trying to manifest harder and doing the right steps, but you're neglecting your soul or your spirit or God, universe, you cannot manifest. Do you want to hear one of the most powerful nuggets I've received this week? If you are prioritizing, that's not a word. If you are prioritizing money over God, over spirit, there's nothing that spirit can do to bring you more money. If you are prioritizing losing weight over spirit, If you're prioritizing changing your life over connecting to your soul, 
there's nothing the universe can do. You have to connect more deeply into the universe, into whatever that means for you, the present moment, God, Tao, Buddha, universe, whatever it is. You need to show up for yourself. And that is the pocket of well-being that you're actually looking for. You're actually looking to feel deeply connected to yourself, to your purpose, to who you truly are, which naturally makes you confident, naturally makes you more in touch with your intuition. That's naturally when you're feeding your body better food or you're relaxed. You're not so stressed out. You're not so anxious. That's when you're speaking your truth. That's when you're showing up in your business, in your life. So what I want to say here as I start to wrap up is we need to focus on soul-aligned co-creation. And this is all the last episode really deepening into surrender. Where would you have me go, spirit? What am I here for? Trust that you will have the abundance, the success. Trust that that pocket of getting, of understanding why you're actually here and what your soul is calling you to do that will make you magnetic. And then you don't have to do all of the house hunting mantras and the relationship mantras and the specific prompts for calling in a certain car and certain prompts for a soulmate and certain prompts. Like, isn't that overwhelming? Like, okay, what if you want to attract your soulmate, but you also want abundance and you also want to start a business and you're also looking for a home and you want to travel. Like that's a lot of different practices and courses and de-blocking and all this shit that you quote unquote need to manifest. None of it is true. All your soul wants you to do is come back into alignment of who you truly are. And that you close your eyes. If you can, if you're not driving, I want you to imagine the you that is fully embodied in who you truly are. The butterfly, you, the her, the one that is living the dream life from the inside out with fulfillment, with freedom, with purpose, which naturally brings confidence, which naturally brings health, which naturally brings abundance. That version you see in your mind's eye does have the abundance, does have the freedom, but not from force, from true magnetic beingness, from co-creation with spirit. This is the lifetime. If you choose it to be, it's a big assignment. It's a big deal. This is the lifetime that you can step into all of it. If you learn how to step into your pure magnetism, that is the sole assignment is to step back into who you truly are, to show up for yourself in your mind, body, soul, to be your own cheerleader, to heal the things that tell you you are unworthy so that you can simply restore yourself. Source also showed me this week that life is trying to flourish if you allow it. Your soul is trying to flourish. Your life is trying to flourish if you allow it. So no more pinching and squeezing off, no more feeling like you're not doing a good enough job, no more feeling like you've got a hundred thousand blocks and you need everyone else's magic formula to come back home. It's time to show up for you. It's time to sink into you and your well-being. That may mean going for a walk. That may mean drinking more water. That may mean getting a mentor or doing yoga more, but it's 
for you, not because you're broken. And I see this in clients. Some people want to work with me because they feel broken and they want me to sort of quote unquote fix them. And other people come to me because they're wanting that awakening. They're wanting that spiritual guidance and support. That's a very different energy. It's time to know that you have everything you need to be successful, to be happy, to be whole, and it's going to be some healing and showing up for yourself, AKA self-love, AKA self-worthiness, self-care, showing up for yourself, taking time off, seeking stillness, being available for the healing, not distracting yourself so much on your phone or comparing yourself to others. It comes from truly embodying who you are. I teach this to my clients who are entrepreneurs. You are the secret sauce. It's not about finding a formula that is outside yourself. Yes, we need structure in business, but it's about you being so you that you attract the people that are meant for you. It's not about you being more like somebody else. And I say this over and over in my in business with my clients and to myself, you are the secret sauce. The more I take care of myself, the more I flourish. When I do yoga before I record a podcast, I'm here, I'm present because I've nourished myself first. That is more important. If I was just trying to sell things because I needed money and I just kept putting podcasts out and I just kept putting them out and I had this 4C energy of this is why you need my program and this is why you need this, you feel that and you go like, so whether you have a business or not, that's not the point. It's You are the secret sauce in your life. When you are forcing something, the universe sees that. The universe sees that you're coming from lack. When you feel like you're so lost and you'd just feel better if you could just quickly manifest a bunch of money, I hate to say it, but you're delaying your own self-growth. You're leaning more into the hustle and the force than allowing your birthright of abundance to be there. I know this seems far-fetched and I heard people saying this kind of stuff a little bit and I just couldn't get it. I was like, yeah, it sounds much easier to just take another course and learn the one, two, threes of manifestation, but I truly see it now. Your soul wants you to come back into wholeness and worthiness. So even when you are, when you are triggered, I'm going to be doing a workshop on this coming up is like literally workshopping triggers. Also, we're moving through this in the manifestation breakthrough virtual retreat, which I really highly recommend you join. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so much more in depth where you will experience a breakthrough. The link is below manifestation breakthrough anyway, but even your triggers are gifts in disguise. So often we get triggered and then we feel the need to fix it, but within the trigger is the gift. So for example, when you're sucked into lack, you feel like you're not making enough money. You don't have any support. There's not enough. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. When you get sucked into that, the human ego wants to fix it. What do I need to do to make more money? But what the soul is asking you to do is to see that lack to acknowledge that you're operating from lack and it's asking you, can you find the abundance already in your life? Can you find the gratitude, the blessing already in your life? Can you find the abundance from within or in the leaves and the trees or grateful for all the food you have in your cupboard or however you get about it? The spiritual assignment is finding the abundance 
but do you see how when we feel lack, we go to a law of attraction practice to fix it? Because if we didn't, if we had the money, then we wouldn't feel the lack. It's so superficial. It's no blame. I'm in here too. This is the human's way of trying to do this, but there's an easier, more fulfilling, more nourishing way. It does take more though. Not everybody is up for this, but I promise you if normal manifestation has not been working, it's not another manifestation course or not another manifestation process that you need. It's don't avoid coming home to who you truly are, to finding your true authentic power, which is who you already are. It's your you-ness. It's your uniqueness. So you may need to do some healing work because your confidence has been battered. That's okay. Ultimately though, learn how to show up for yourself. Having a nice long shower with beautiful words said to yourself is more powerful to manifest abundance than efforting in lack. Going for a walk, and I just want to share with you actually, okay, I'll just finish that. Going for a walk with the intention of going like, this is me showing up for myself. This is a powerful walk. This is me. This feels good. That is more powerful to manifest clients or healing than journal prompts done in force. So I want to share right now, I'm going to wrap this up, um, but I have a daily practice challenge. We are starting tomorrow, August 1st. You can join at any time, but if you get this, I highly recommend. I'm showing you the power of 20 minutes a day of showing up for yourself. So some of the practices are aimed at manifestation. We've got some really fun quantum techniques. Some of it is breath work. Some of it is gratitude. Some of it is the present moment. Some of it is connecting to our body. But I want to show you the power of doing 20 minutes a day of showing up for yourself with intention. I've got a super secret ninja way of doing this that we can take something like a seven-minute breath work and make it work for us for manifestation. But it's because we're nurturing ourselves, because we're creating yummy vibes, it works to manifest. So again, there are quantum techniques, there's all that, but it's rooted in this is me showing up for myself. And even showing up for myself in 10 minutes, for 10 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day is enough to move the needle forward in my life. We want to start breaking the rules. We want to start creating more supportive ways of doing life. So what if you could show up for yourself, which you know you already want to do more of self-care, self-love, all of that. What if you could show up for yourself and have it manifest you money and have it bring in clients and have it moving you forward in your life instead of, I really should be doing self-care, but then I also really should be doing manifestation and I really should be doing these prompts and damn my affirmations. I forgot them. Like what if we could roll it all into a beautiful ball and for 20 minutes a day, you see a change in your life. If that sounds like you want to join me in that, we're doing 14 days starting August 1st. It's only $33 because I want you to be able to see how for old souls, we need to come from aligned co-creation. So whether you join the challenge or not, this is your invite into your next level of consciousness, which is I don't have to do a bunch of shit to manifest. I already am magnetically 
perfect. I am purely magnetic as who I am. Those days you're feeling silly and random and you, and you're kind of weird and you're kind of out there, or you feel just like really like, ah, right? Maybe you're alone or you're with your favorite people. That is you being you. That is your magnetic state. You don't need to do anything other than that to manifest what you want. Okay. We got really passionate today. There was more I wanted to say, but this episode's getting long. So I'm going to go. I love you so much. There's more I want to talk about with business. We're going to be talking about that upcoming, but what I want to say is I don't have all the clarity on where this is going, but if you are in the community and you want to stay in the community, this is going to get a lot deeper. I am ready to step forward more in myself and take you, help you hand, hand in hand going together through this journey, because it is not an easy one. However, it doesn't have to be filled with control and force. And remember that you will never force or control your way into ease, into abundance, into well-being. Those two things, it's like jumbo shrimp. It's an oxymoron. I'm going to force myself into abundance. I'm going to hustle myself into ease. It just doesn't work. So come with me. Let's do this a new way. I invite you into the daily practice challenge, the manifestation breakthrough two day virtual retreat that is going to knock, knock your socks off, move you forward. I can't wait to see you in all the things. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And before we go, I want to ask you a question. Have you grabbed your copy yet of Manifest This Shit? (laughs) Manifest This Shit is a law of attraction, coloring and activity book available on Amazon. And I am so excited about it. It is packed with beautiful, inspiring coloring pages, manifestation practices, tools, places to make notes and lists and write down your intuitive hits. There's so many beautiful pages in there. It's the perfect addition to your daily practice. So whether you use it to pass time instead of being on your phone, or you use it as a creative ritual, this book has pages for everybody. I know you're going to love it. So grab Manifest This Shit on Amazon. The link is below in the show notes.